Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Andre from the Opinionated Podcast, and I just want to remind you that we are live every Sunday on our Facebook page, and you can find us wherever you stream your music at the Opinionated Podcast. We drop a new episode every Tuesday. So remember to like, share, comment, and don't forget to subscribe. Enjoy the show. Wait, so what part part of Florida are you in? I'm in um, Coconut Creek, which is near near Margate or Pompano Beach. Oh, so you like, man, I'll be at the beach almost every day. Yeah, Pompano Beach is 20 minutes away. Miami and all that is like 45, 45 minutes to, you know, traffic, which traffic is crazy down here. Oh, yeah, because we was in Miami, what, last month? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Word? Yeah, 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 that's what happened? Yeah, you know, we did a little, uh, you know, sightseeing, you know, I was like, and then we had to hop on the ship, so, you know. That's that's what I saw. And I was like, because you put up that you was in Miami and I will hit you with the eyes because I'm like, all right, maybe I can go. I told you that the other time I was like, maybe I can go meet him for like lunch or something like that. Whatever. Next thing I know, your next picture was you on a ship. And I'm like, <laughs> and I, said, I just say, all right, man, fuck it then. Come down to Florida. I, I'm making my presence to make sure I'll be in your area. Yeah. So I definitely could do that because I mean it's only an hour flight. Ain't nothing. Look at him. Wealth. It's oh, not wealth. This nigga don't understand that he can be traveling like us. Look like us. Check out Kev. Nigga don't travel like Dre, I, I stopped. Two, I used look, to travel every year. I, I work two jobs. I'm busting my ass. I work no jobs. Look, you ain't know what you ain't know how to answer that one, did you? Hey, well, you I deserve mean, to be the position you in. <laughs> you ain't deserving to go nowhere. My wife, my wife, my wife wants me to go back to my original company, and I don't want to. But at this point, I'm kind of like, I kind of might have to for now. I do not want to, even if my old boss is watching. I don't want to. So, what do you actually want to do? Is the question? What are you doing right now? I want to do. I want to do more. I want to do more like creation and production, and I, I put in put a lot of jobs. I actually just got a rejection letter that the first one I've ever put in, mm-hmm. I got a rejection letter the other day it was for ESPN to be a podcast producer. Okay. Um. So I, I got the rejection letter finally the other day after not hearing from him. I'm like, all right, you know, but that shit, I just think that I may have misjudged, which is yeah. fine. I'll yeah. take that. I'll take that on the chin. I may have misjudged how I could transition you guys some college background, dog. That really probably yeah. You know they be looking for the degrees and stuff like that, and you know they be. It depends if you have equal if you have equal um, work experience, also, yeah. and that's all that goes into how you write your resume. Which maybe I'm not the best at writing resumes, but um, I might have to get in through another, you know, through another another way as far as like through another position. But you got to be creative, so. The point is, the money doesn't the money doesn't support that way of oh I'll just figure it out as I go. I need money while I'm doing that shit. So yeah, so I mean you can go back for a time being to always something come through. Yeah, I hate it though, but I will. I, I think I'm gonna have to for now. Yeah, so okay, you can so at least take a take a, a cruise. You know? I was say if I want to live like you, I got to dog. It's all right. It's okay to go back to a toxic relationship. 
<laughs> yo, look, look, look. That's our topic for the day. But yo, you're right. That's a toxic fucking relationship. That is and it doesn't. It don't. It doesn't only have to necessarily that you have to be with someone being toxic. It could be your job. It could be you know the way you're living could be toxic. You know, it could be your friends and toxic relationships. It could be family. It it all depends of how you you categorize as a toxic relationship. And everybody's been in a toxic relationship. That's right. We all have. We all have. We all have been there in a toxic relationship. So, shit. Listen, I've been in toxic friendships before too. (laughs) No, I'm not playing. I'm not playing. playing. Friendship too, as well. You know, you you be thinking they like your best friends, and next day you know they hating on you because you doing this, that, and the third and stuff like that. And then you be like, dog, I thought you supposed to be having my back. You know, my supporter. Knowing they stab you in the back the whole time. So yeah, you (laughs) friends. They can be like that sometimes. Friends, yeah. friends can be the can be the ones. Sometimes you just gotta let that you gotta let that friendship go. Which we'll get into that theme also. We gotta let that friendship go. That's just doing what's best for you. So how yeah. we gonna start? So how we gonna start this up? Let's let's. I we did. We did start it off, but let's let's <laughs> let, let's get into let's get into. We're gonna do Stop being so rigid, bro. Come God, on. cool. We're gonna hit all three of these shit. So let's hit the first one, the first nail on the head, because everybody think relationship, they think of your significant other. Well, what's the three? Because I know we got cheating. No, no, no. Oh, well, what are you talking about? Wait, you talking about relationship? Relationship? That's toxic relationship, Dre. I'm talking about you got your 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 significant other, your your friends, your friends, your family, and your job. Maybe four. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, maybe four. So. I do, I do the first one off the rap that everybody want to talk about. They significant other, like being in that fucking horrible shit. Like everybody's been there. I know I've been there. Got one now. (laughs) She fucking bullies me. You see, just walking around. When have you been in a toxic friendship? Yo, why you just, I got a real life troll. Like she be trolling the shit out of me for no fucking reason. So, all right. So fuck it. We going to talk. Your wife just busting the room and shit. Like she said, you had, when did you have a toxic friendship? We just going to do whatever we want today. When the fuck, like explain your toxic friendship, dog, that you had. Like what was the shit that was going down? You got a toxic friendships when, and not all of them need to be, not all of them. I think you need to deal with certain people, certain ways. You know what I'm saying? Some Mm -hmm. people, some people, they, they don't, they're, they're not self-aware, right? And that kind of always gets under my skins because a person who's not self-aware always wants to take up your time. You know what I'm saying? They want to take up your time. They don't really have any value for your time. You know what I mean? But if you like, they, so let me explain when I say that. Say nigga names. I always, no, no. I always call you with my problems or, or whatever. Yeah. And then if I have a problem, I can't call you. You're either too busy you're either not giving me the proper, um, you know, the proper ear that I need or, you know, or you just flat out don't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? There, there's people out there like that, too. So I've been in situations like that where it's like it's very one sided is what I say is toxic about it. It's very one sided. So I wouldn't say that so much as toxic as, as a relationship, friendship wise. I'll say that's more neglection. Um, in regards to that, because a toxic relationship in regards of friendship is basically when you have a friend. And I mean, in situation, for instance, for mine, I had a friend. Um, I think it was like 2019. Um, I was doing a birthday cruise, you know, the big birthday cruise where I had everybody came on there and stuff. No. OK. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I was having 
you know, er, you know, all my friends, you know, Aunt Linda came, you know, she surprised yeah. and stuff like that. But I just had this one friend that just kept pissing me off. Like we kept arguing about everything. And it's just like, it's my birthday. I mean, I just wanted everybody to have a birthday shirt, color blue, which is my favorite color. No, why do we have to do that? We don't, it's not your birthday. Then they want to complain because, you know, I'm trying to, you know, put everybody in a room and stuff like that. And I'm just saying, hey, this is, you know, how much it is. You know, this is if you want to be in a room or if the price you don't want to be in a room. Why is it so much? I'm not the owner of the shit. Ask them <laughs> at this point. We're arguing about that. <laughs> and then it's just like we're arguing about, you know, what excursions we may do or anything like that. I don't want to do that that's fine by me we're steady arguing for no reason and it's like petty i'm like all right now this is starting to get real petty you act like we're in a relationship and we're not and this is like getting real toxic because it's just like at this point what else do you want from me and and it's just like we're going back and forth and then when we get to the cruise all hell breaks loose (laughs) nobody she doesn't like anybody she doesn't like my best friend and she's like well i'm your friend too and i should be treated this way and i'm just like come on now like seriously and it's like it's it's a lead up to it and even before that we were arguing about dumb stuff and it's just like, come on now, why are we arguing? We supposed to be friends. We supposed to be supporting each other. We supposed to, you know, talk about our issues. I can come to you. You can come to me. And, you know, we just cool. But we don't have to argue about every single thing. It's just like a relationship. Like, why are we arguing? You ever watch the show Lost? No, I haven't watched that one. Okay, whereas people des- deserted on the on the island, it winds up being a whole bunch of crazy shit that happened. Point mm-hmm. be, point being, I left her ass on a motherfucking island somewhere, and yo, you figure out your own way back. That's the ultimate. That's the ultimate shit right there. You figure out bitch, your own way back, bitch. This the ship leaves at five, but it really leaves at four. Mm-hmm. Go get that from me. I need a pineapple. We can make up our friendship. We're chasing the boat now. Like what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Dude, it's just like. It's stupid. I shouldn't have to argue with you. Why am I arguing with you for? What, what are we arguing for? What, what's the point? Can I ask you? Huh? Real quick, I want you to finish. Can I ask you? Are you are you still friends with that person? Nope. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. No. Nah, I check up the deuces. You know, I don't got time for that. <laughs> smart. smart. It, seemed, it seemed like that. It seemed like she was on some motherfucking hating shit. Like, nigga, you mad that you ain't got this many people to show up for you for your birthday, or thank you, you. can't, or you can't. Throw something like this because you ain't got the f- fucking money or funds to throw like this. Is like because people hate on the low that be your friend and you don't know they're hating, yeah. but they always got this little chitter chatter like a little Man. fucking dog gapping in your ear because they they just on the low they just hating. And I'm like, I ain't got all the money in the world, but I'm just saying I, I planned enough. I started. <laughs> Dre looking like I'm a hater. <laughs> Dre's a natural hater. He hates uh, I blood. mean, it's just like I ain't got all the money in the world, but I mean, I plan strategically and, you know, just be able to do the certain things that I want to do and stuff like that. So, I mean, it's just like, come on now. Just come and just enjoy and have fun. I'll, I'll go deeper. Um, that person is a selfish person. Who mm-hmm. wanted not only for it to be about them, they wanted they wanted you to give them all the attention as well. So they were thirsty for your attention, you know what I mean? And they were selfish in the fact that, nah, why are you worried about that? Do do this with me because I want to do it. We all know people like that too. That mm-hmm. you have your plans and they like, yeah, now nah, let's do this. Kev Kev had a Kev had a, a friend 
a long time ago who hijacked my birthday the same way. Who was that? Who was Me? That? Yeah. My friend? Yes. What the fuck? Oh. What, what, what birthday was this? <laughs> I forget how old I was. I might have been turning 30. I don't know. But they hijacked the shit out of my birthday. It was like, nah, I know some people down there. Let's go down there to meet them. And then we wind up going down there and then we ain't do shit. It was like Atlantic City. Raheem wasn't even down there, I don't think, at that point. Oh, like he shit. wasn't working there or nothing. So we couldn't go see Raheem at the time. Who was a person? Oh, so we were, name? So you talking about when I was back working at Caesars? This was this was after that. Oh yeah, you was already gone. It was oh, already gone. It's like what this like 10. It was a girl, but I ain't wanna say oh. that. Oh yeah, we was gonna do something she else. Call, call chick. Yeah, she was like, Oh, oh yeah, let's just meet, yeah. let's meet my friends down at AC. And then like I don't even think the friends showed up and we was just like nah, I remember the night she swung on me, right? No. <laughs> she swung on you. No. Whoever Stop. you're talking about, that is not who I'm talking about, bro. What the fuck you got going on? I'm trying like, to think who was the chick. Doesn't just matter. Say the fucking name. I don't care. I don't remember her name. I knew where she was with me. She was with you, nigga. We went to Texas Royal House. Down in um, I think a- not Egg Harbor. It was like uh near whatever. We went to Texas Royal House, and she was like, "Yeah, because I I know people down in in Atlantic City, and we're gonna go meet them." And that was what we turned Damn, out. I, I had my girl with me. You might want to uh, ask. You might want to ask your wife and see. No, nah, it's probably she my. Ex- it's probably one of my exes. <laughs> Somebody we don't, bro. She wasn't important. Like. In the long run with Kev, she wasn't important. She wasn't one of the top top five. <laughs> oh, so she was toxic. <laughs> she was just she <laughs> was just probably somebody was just knocking off and like I had, I don't know why. That's the thing. You can't bring friends into your fucking like. I got a core group of. I got my family and then I got my Dre. I think you're like really my core friend. Like you, yeah. You that's it. And yeah. then I got niggas out. So- you stole me from Raheem. <laughs> I didn't yeah. steal you from Raheem. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. I was like, yeah, this is my new friend, Dre. He just moved from Philly. All right, bring him over here. That's my friend now. I said, oh. Yo, that was toxic. <laughs> He's toxic. That wasn't toxic. Y'all <laughs> it was me and Kev. I'll never forget it. Y'all was in there playing Nintendo 64, and you was like, yo, this is my friend, Dre. And me and Kev, you know, we was always on some bullshit. We was always in the something. I said, all right, all right, what's, that was what's up. It's good. Your name Dre? Boom. It just, it walked off. And it's, I don't know how this, <laughs> he came one of my best friends, but it was like, yeah. all right, you know, Raheem, we always at this house. Like that was, those were the days, dog. Like the yeah. Bob Evan days and, yeah. and shit. But Man. that was our, that was our crew of friends. Like who was it? Uh, I hate the name drop, but Khalif 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 and um, you know, especially when we went uh, who's that strip club we went strip to club, for my nineteenth yeah. birthday? Yeah. Um, with Keisha. Keisha went there wait, that time. Wait, what strip? What was the strip club called? The one with Keisha went with her, and KB put a stripper on Keisha's lap, and it was like she was like, "Nah, I'm not feeling this shit." Man, no, she was definitely feeling. I don't know. What the That's fuck when they put me up on the stage when I looked oh, at yeah. dog back then. Yes, <laughs> yes, we did put you up on the stage. Yeah, we paid for that nigga to go up on the stage. Ah. They called his name out of nowhere. They're like Raheem, right? Like, 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 what is this oh. new dog going to say? I had a bruise on my chest. She slapped me and stuff. I had to pour yeah, peroxide on my face. <laughs> what was the strip club? Called. That was uh oh that club called was, that was down the down street from Dave and Buster's in that little alleyway show right and tell. Show and tell. Show and tell. Show and tell. Yeah, show and tell. 
But yo, you definitely got a. Uh, they put a chair on the stage. I remember that and shit. Handcuffs, and I they put me in handcuffs. I said, "Oh!" And then she came all the way up to the top and slammed me on the bottom. I said, "Yo!" I was only like a hundred pounds, maybe yes. one fifty wet, but that was about it. Uh, but, but you had thank, fun. Yo, we had, th- had fun. But think of all the friends we. Lo- I, I guess we all went our separate ways because Lost, like every- they died, nigga. We just we didn't lose it, but no we more. just like. We all went, I said, I think it was, who was it? It was us, us right here, KB, Keisha. Name drop, go ahead. Nelly, Chanda. Nelly, Nelly, Chanda, and you know, we had Colin Khalif. Yeah. Uh, Colin Khalif. We had Colin Khalif and we had Crystal. Um, yeah, Crystal. Crystal. Yeah, yep. Crystal. Yeah, we had Crystal. We all, it's just that we all became adults. You know, we all had our lives and family and stuff like that. And everybody just, you know, we ain't grow apart because I mean, we still all on Facebook and all together, but it's just like, you know, we became adults. Yeah. That's, that's crazy when you think about it, man. Like all the stuff we used to actually do and now don't nobody do shit. For real, for real. Uh, I don't know about y'all. Uh, like, well, <laughs> you still present shit. company included. I didn't want to say it again. Present I'm, company included. Nobody else do nothing. <laughs> I think I was the only like nigga in a relationship at that time. Who the fuck was I with that time? Yeah, yeah I was. Who was I with? Who was you? You was with um, a bunch of girls. Yeah, mom. Yeah, that was a toxic. No, he wasn't. That was it. Oh, you did. Yeah, that was toxic. But you wasn't with her. Them times when we was all hanging out. No, no, I was with her because Kier was, was just and Kier was, was not even more. I remember that time, Kevin. You know, even back then, Kevin, me and Kev got into it because I forgot her name. What's her name? Helena. Helena. I'm sorry if you look. This at nigga was running across the street <laughs> with my baby mom. I never forget this. Name to drop. go to work. <laughs> you and Helena. and she tripped and fell with Kier what? in her stomach. Yes, it hit the curb. That's why we got to we. No, 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 because she was about to fight somebody at the park. You got mad at me. Yeah, yeah, And yeah, I tried yeah. to calm her down and sit in. I'm like, well, what you want me to do? She was pregnant with my daughter at the time. I tried right? to grab her and snatch her, and then her her brother at the time wanted to be a whole asshole. Excuse my language. But it was just like, I'm trying to hold everybody back. I'm only 90 pounds. This motherfucker, like, seven feet tall and stuff like that. And I said, well, then. Then here comes Kevin. You supposed to watch it. That's your girl. You supposed you to watch her. Watch her. <laughs> <laughs> you watch her. What? We was arguing, but that yo, that was a horrible relationship, dog. I remember it was times. I'm gonna tell you how toxic this fucking relationship was. Like she knew she she was pregnant with Kiara at the time, and Kev had came and got me. This we used to play ball at school three. Mm. I had my shirt off. I had my shirt on my shoulder. And she was, all I remember walking down the street, I hear somebody hollering at the window. I turn around, it's her. She's like, you don't put your fucking shirt on, you son of a bitch. I'm going to fucking leave you and you'll never see your fucking kid again. Should have told her, done. Bro, I couldn't do nothing. My daughter wasn't even born yet. So my kid, I didn't even know I was having a girl. She was just pregnant. I just looked back. I threw my shit on like, God damn. Like, I couldn't go nowhere. Like, every time I would go, try to go somewhere, she would throw my kid up in my face, and when I come in the crib, I'd be pissed, like miserable. And this bitch would hold. But that's what a lot of women do to men, and that, mm-hmm. that's that's what holds on. That's that's toxic as shit. Yes. And a lot of women need to realize that breaks a person down when they be trying to hold you from you. And especially we was young at that age. Hell yeah. We was young as hell. Nineteen, like I, nigga, you was like. Nigga, I was at your when you live with your dad. I was at your dad crib with y'all two 
every single day, mm-hmm. but this bitch would get mad every single time. I wasn't even doing nothing. And she was like, like blocked. And when she would do this shit, I'd be in the crib miserable. And this bitch be in there laughing, holding me like, <laughs> laughing like you mad. Oh, that, is, that is diabolical. Yeah, bro. When she would have dropped that bitch, I'd probably chin checked her. That's why I don't talk to her now. Like, bro, I remember one time. This is like this. This is the depressing. This is a this is a fucked up and depressing story. But I'm gonna tell this shit. Give it to us. I, I was stressed out. This bitch was fighting me, scratching me up, and everything. Called me. She's pregnant with my daughter. And I remember I was like so depressed. I was throwing up. I'll start throwing up, and I start throwing blood up. Mm. And my mom got my mom got nervous, so she called the paramedics and shit. So as I'm getting took out on the fucking stretcher, because I'm stressed the fuck out, this bitch is laughing at me. Laughing at me as I'm getting put in the fucking ambulance, just laughing at me. Wow. Never forgot that shit. I I had after I got released from the hospital, they gave me depression medicine and everything. I was taking I remember you was on depression medicine because I remember I Linda, you know, she talked to me, she was like try to talk to your cousin and stuff. And I said, Well, he stressed out stressed out about it when she told me, but she ain't tell me that far extent of all that what you just said. So this is the first time I'm actually hearing it. Yeah. But I know you said you know you were depressed and you was on antidepressant medicine and stuff. I was like, nah, not kid. Nah, bro. Right. She had yo word of bone cuz they took me out. I never forget it. I was throwing up blood. My mom seen the blood in the toilet, so she called the paramedics. And the paramedics doing everything. I was stressed fuck. I was crying. I was just fucking going through it. Next thing I know, like they as they put me on the stretcher, this bitch is just laughed like it was the funniest thing in the world. My mom was pissed. That's, my mom ain't want to throw her out because she had her future granddaughter in her belly. Yep. Bro, after that, I turned to a complete fucking savage after that, dog. Like women don't understand. Like reason is men become savages for a fucking reason. We just don't turn yeah. into a savage for, for no reason. But you don't have my best interest. Nah, that was a horrible relationship. I remember, like, I remember arguing with Raheem. I was, and this is my favorite cousin. You don't understand, like, me and Raheem, I've been Raheem through every fucking thing. We done lived together at my grandparents' house. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I used to stay at his mother's house just for this nigga, him and Callie, the whole fucking summer. Mm-hmm. And I'm arguing with this nigga because of this fucked up ass relationship I was in with this fucking girl. Like, yo, where does bone? Like, my mom used to get mad. My mom would see me with scratch marks on my neck, on my arm. Like, literally, my t-shirt be all ripped up. Cause I'm trying to fight. I ain't punching bitch. I'm trying to keep her the fuck off of me. Mm-hmm. Dog, it was the worst fucking, like, the worst fucking time ever, dog. Like, I, I, that shit was fucking miserable, man. Yeah, especially at that age, you know, we, we ain't yep. get to really, you know, as far as you being a father, you know, I'm blessed for Kier. I was talking to her the other day, too, and, you know, try to keep her focused and stuff like that. I always talk to her. I'm like, girl, you don't, don't finish that schoolwork. <laughs> tell you that. You're, you're a godfather, ain't you? Yeah, yeah so I always, a godfather. I, I always said. talk to her. She, you know, she called me and she'll FaceTime me and stuff like that. You know, I... I talk to him but it's just like at that age 19 you know going through that that traumatized and all that toxic and stuff like that and it's just like it's a mental thing that's a mental thing that that sticks with you and it's just like that right there going at it at a young age yeah of course you're gonna retaliate when you you know get into another relationship at that age because you ain't even fully you know got to i mean you went out and party and stuff like that but you know you ain't experienced you know being not a father during your twenties and stuff like that, cause yeah. that, that it just the kids kept coming after that. I was gonna say, <laughs> yo, 
Listen, if he wouldn't, if he wouldn't have had no kids, then once he would have started partying, he would have made them anyway. Like, he, nah, bro. Like, <laughs> you know, real, shit, real shit. Like, if I went to Akia, like, everywhere he go. Where's Bone? If I didn't have my daughter, I had a plan. Like, after I graduated high school, I was moving to California. Regardless, I, I was out. I was gonna move to Cali. Really? I had a whole, yeah, I wanted to go to Cali so bad. So I kept telling myself, "What did you want to do out in Cali?" Tell, tell us. I, I didn't know what I wanted to do out in Cali at the time, but I do, I know I didn't want to be in Jersey no more. Mm-hmm. And I, I wanted to be in California. I, you just seen the sunshine. And I'm like, damn, there's so much opportunity out there. Is is like, everybody seems happy. Like I'm getting out of Jersey. I just want to go to Cali. But when I had my daughter, it was like, that shit went out the fucking windows. Like, yo, I can't move to Cali no more. Like all those dreams. Like I was just going to save up money, buy a ticket and figure that shit out when I got the fuck out there. Like, I just didn't want to be in Jersey no more. I don't know why California, but that's like on the other side of the map. I still want to go. Yeah, but I, but I was just in, like I said, I was in some bullshit. Like, I got pregnant. I got a girl pregnant. I ain't going to fraud. Like, the reason she acted like that when we was young is because I cheated on her. How old were you, by the way? Just put that into perspective real quick. I was 18 and fucking, I was 18 is my senior year in high school. Like, I had a chick, listen, this is literally how this shit happened. I had a chick come over. I was ducking the whole time. What's your dead girl from high school? Oh, don't name her name, nigga. I can't <laughs> just, name her name. I don't, you know I don't who she know is, her. though. She's from she, she, You know who she is. That same girl. Light skin Jones. Nigga, yeah. Everybody in the hood knew who she yeah. was. Everybody in the hood knew who she was. Oh, okay. Yeah, you okay. know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know you talking. And I yeah, know her, by the way. Yeah, 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 yeah. So <laughs> I, had, I had told the chick to get out the crib. I was like, she came over. These hoes. Uh, she come. She came over <laughs> unexpectedly. So when she came in the crib, I immediately like she wanted. Let's go upstairs in your room. I said, Nah, let's go in the living room. We're gonna sit down here. We're gonna chill. So I never forget this. Shit. I said, let's Chill down here. We talking, rapping. Do do. I said, Yo, I got. I don't know why I ain't even do homework at this time. I like, Yo, I got some social study homework I gotta do. Like you gotta go home. I gotta get this shit done. Studies. I know you lying off that anyway. Dog, I really had social study homework. So I went, I went upstairs, dog. I went upstairs, closed, like she left. I went upstairs, threw the book on the bed, laid on the bed, looked at the book, like, I really do this dumb shit. Like I did not want to do this homework. Next thing you know, the chick comes in the room. This oh, you fun. already know what that's about to be. Yeah. <laughs> you be right, know that's going. So you know that's going to happen. Yeah, that was another fucking toxic relationship. So she hit me with the. She was like, "Am I having shades in a couple of days?" It hit me. Showed me her shit. Her pussy was like, "Is it hairy?" I said, "I don't know. It looks clean to me." She like, all it takes to get Kevin the bag. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, "Give." She was like, "Give me your hair." I gave, I gave her my hair and she rubbed it. Did you feel the stubs on my pussy? I said, yo, it's bug. Hey. Like, you know, like, let me just finish the social say. Oh, you got a bald head. All right, cool. Look, I'm she definitely took advantage of you, dog. She took uh, advantage of you, bro. But it was no taking real. advantage. You already know what's going to happen. You, it went, you it know went, who she was. You know what she was about. So it's just like it just your mind was shit. It just took out your math and social studies at the same time. <laughs> that shit all up together. <laughs> but yo, that was a, that was a bad one too because she was, was toxic too when you was talking to her. Oh yeah, she was dog. She was not healthy for me at all, dog. Like she wasn't healthy, and not like everybody thinks toxic relationship is like. 
it is bad thing, but they think it's like negative effect on like like they they they're fucking holding you back. The toxic it's part with her was like, it was like, yo, we just having sex. Like I got a whole girl. You don't mind being this fucking side chick, mm-hmm. and you just want this relationship to go. But it's like. I can't tell nobody. It was like, yo, it was just a fucked up situation. I'm in high school. Some people prefer it. Yeah. But dog, it was just crazy. Like I'm trying they still to prefer it. I don't even understand. Like why am I like trying to be so loyal in high school? But I guess you're a loyal dude, bro. That's just- we was, we was young at that age and that, you know, at that time, you know, we ain't know no better. You think yeah. it's right? So you think did y'all right? ever have like a fucked up like to- I know you have, right? You told me a few, but did you have you ever had like a toxic like relationship that you was in that just fucking bad? So I guess I could tell y'all this. I went through a lot when I was in Jersey. Oh shit. Um before I even moved down to Atlanta. I was in a toxic relationship and um, you know, for the simple fact, I never told anyone. I just dealt with it. I think maybe like, you know, day day and, you know, you know, just like my immediate friends just knew. And I was, um, <clears throat> it was going on for five years too. That's the bad part. I thought it was um, all good too. That's crazy. <laughs> the, the bad part. And, and it's like, you know, at the time I didn't feel comfortable coming to y'all because y'all, you know, my family and stuff and telling about it. Cause y'all probably would have whooped their ass at that point. Probably would beat their ass. Cause I was, it was at a point where I was being cheated on a lot, lied a lot. And, you know, just being disrespected to the point, just like, you know, that ain't me, you know, really? <laughs> and I was taking it and it was just like, well, damn, I don't feel like I'm a good enough person. I moved to Delaware to, you know, try to get away from the situation. That's why I moved to my, my dad's house. Oh. And, you know, because we were fighting in front of my mom's house. And I don't know if Calvin ever told you, because I was just like, dang, you just come in here. You just disrespect me. You got people coming up to my face and I'm sitting there fighting in AC and stuff like that. Like, there's a lot of stuff y'all didn't know about. Like I was going through and I was just having like a mental break. And then I was just like, when I fought in front of my mom's house, I was like, I got to move to my dad's house because I'm going to end up going to jail because I'm about to tell my cousins. And when my cousins didn't find out, they're going to beat your ass, point blank and period. And so I moved to Delaware and then I was just getting to a point where it was like, it was still from there, from Jersey going on to Delaware. And I was just like, I got to get out of here. So that's why I moved to Atlanta. It was just like, it was a lot. It was mentally, I was in therapy. I did therapy. I was, you know, trying. Yeah. It's not a bad thing. And, you know, I did, um, I took anxiety medicine and depression medicine, but I never told anybody. I ain't tell my mom. I ain't tell my daddy. I ain't tell nobody. Cause it was just like that person just put me in a mental space that, you know, I couldn't figure out on my own try- how to handle it or try to express myself or try to even, you know, talk to anybody about it. Because when I do, all I do is kept going right back to it and still get treated the same way. So it's just like, I dealt with so much that nobody didn't know. And I'm just like, dang, who can I go to? I can't, I don't feel comfortable going to my cousins and them and talking about it. I can't go to my mom and dad and talk to about it. So I'll talk to my friends about it, but it was just like, 
it, it was enough reinsurance, but it wasn't enough for me to sit there and leave. So I would just take it. And that's, that's how I know how to deal with it at times. But I did have to, uh, you know, go to therapy, you know, take depression, medicine, anxiety, but it wasn't enough. So I had to remove myself from Delaware and Jersey. And I was like, maybe if I go to Atlanta, I won't ever have to deal with this ever again. And that's what I had to do. It, it, it was a lot. It was a lot I dealt with. Would you say moving to Atlanta was probably one of the better choices you made at that point in time? At the point in time, yes. Now, no. <laughs> Why? 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 I'm curious. I mean, you know, I, you know, I've been in a relationship for 12 years. You know, it didn't work out, you know, whatsoever. And I've been through a lot through that. And, um, you know, this is my first apartment I ever had and stuff like that. I never had a place on my own. Even in Jersey, I never had a place on my own because, you know, I always lived with my dad and my mom. Mm. And but now I actually, you know, I'm almost 40 now. Actually, I'm now actually really just enjoying myself, enjoying my life. Not saying I wasn't before, but but you was in a relationship. You was in a relationship that four that didn't allow you to fucking do that. Yeah, so it didn't allow me to be my fully potential self. Not saying I couldn't have been before, but it was just a lot. And now that I'm here, you know, I'm doing the things I enjoy to do. I'm really enjoying my life now. I can tell. Yeah, yo, cuz on some real shit though, I did not know I did not know you was going through all that shit. And you really you know how tight we been, like I would fuck with you if you told me anything. I would have fucking listened. I don't give a fuck about nothing. You my cousin before anything. I just love you just because my cousin. I I didn't tell nobody and it was just like it was just like breaking breaking me down to the point where I just couldn't it to be honest, it was at a point where I was just like, I don't even want to live no more because it was just like, what's the point? And it's just like, I'm never going to be, uh, you know, perfect enough, you know, for a person. And then it was just like a mental thing. And that's why I did therapy and stuff like that, because I had to, you know, figure myself out and just be like, OK, this person is really toxic for me. And this is just not going to work at all. I, I, I want to step in there real quick. And I think we, we keep hitting on this, this, this issue that I think people need to understand, right? Men don't feel like they have people to talk to. And it is a major thing. I get it. Women think that we don't let things out or whatever, but it's like a person will tell you, everybody will tell you, yo, you can come talk to me. It's, and I'm not just, I'm not talking about what y'all just said to each other, mm-hmm. but just in general, people like, yo, man, you can always come talk to me. But a person has to feel like they can, it's like, I have to feel like I can let that, like we have to have that relationship. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not going to go to an uncle that I haven't talked to in years and say, yo, uncle, this is what I'm going <clears> through. <throat> we never had that relationship to begin with. So that's that's a thing in the, in the, especially in the black male community, like, yo, when we really got some shit going on with us, we don't want to burden anybody. Mm-hmm. We don't want to, and that shit can eat you up, eat you up from the inside out. And it's something that we all deal with. I know I deal with it. And what you just said kind of hit me because it's like, damn, you want, you want, I don't ever want nobody, especially none of my friends, the people I feel like I'm really close to, to feel like if I don't, if I don't get this out or work this out, then it's, that's it for me. 
But that's something that we all deal with. And I really, I want to know how to change that, man. I really do. It's, it's hard. And then like, you know, I'll be around y'all all the time. So it was just like, I wanted to sit down and just talk to y'all and just like pour my heart out. And, you know, Kev would be asking me, you know, brother Kev, like, what's wrong with him? You good? And I'd just be like, yeah, you know, I'll just put on the face and just keep it pushing. Mm-hmm. And I just, that's all I did. I just kept it pushing. And it was just like, it was, it was hard. And especially, you know, you got niggas coming up to me. Oh, you know, such and such pulling up to my car. You know, I get out. I'm not talking. Mm-hmm. I, I'll be fighting in AC. Like, what's good? And I'm just like, yo, you don't understand. My family will come over here and just like wreck right. shit. Like, yeah, we, yeah, you know, we ain't about that talking shit. It's like, yeah. y'all, I remember being in high school, a nigga said, I remember high school, a nigga that was in my grade had said something to Raheem. I picked that nigga up off his fucking feet and just <laughs> threw this nigga underneath the fucking table. Like, nigga, you fucking crazy. The, the scoop. Yeah, no, I picked this nigga up. I grabbed this nigga like this oh, and picked this nigga up and went, like, nigga, you fucking crazy? Yeah, I'm like, like, why you want me to kill this nigga? Ryan was like, nah, let him live. I said, bro, <laughs> don't talk to my fucking cousin like that. Like, you yeah, tripping. So it was just, it was just like, yeah, that, that was toxic for me. And that was one reason why I actually, you know, moved, you know, to Georgia, you know, to yeah. get away from all that because it was just wow. like, I know how else to separate myself from that, you know, because I know I'm going to continue going back and I know I'm going to continue being hurt and stuff like that. And I was like, I'm not going to deal with all that. Damn. I, I didn't know because I thought you moved to Atlanta like, damn, he just tired of Jersey. I, Cause I remember when you left, you left your mom crib. I didn't, cause that's when we was partying. Me and you was in the club. Oh yeah. We was every other weekend. We was in the club. <laughs> and it's just like, it'd be the times I'll be wanting to tell you like, Kev, this is what I'm going on. Or I want to tell my mm-hmm. brother or when I see Andre or Kyle or Khalif. And I snatched in front of my mom's house and we was, I mean, me and him was rocking in front of my mom. Calvin had to pull us apart. Like we was going at it. Like I was pissed. And I was like, I can't do this. I'm going to Delaware. Is that the dude that used to come to your pop's house with the glasses? Who that, Yeah. 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 Cause I Oh, I missed the name. Never mind. Don't work. Don't don't nah, I don't remember the name, but I, I know the, I know the nigga who you talking about because he used to come he used to mess with my uh my dad's stepson. Like he Oh no, 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 no. You talking about that's that's not him. No. Oh no. yeah, because I'm like, <laughs> I see that nigga I'm like <laughs> I remember not him, him, not my cousin him. like, all right, nigga, not, I ain't paying no not, attention. Not, not him. It was, it was someone though. So it was just like. What did uh, name start with? Well, no, we cool now. We're friends. What did um, name start with? A D, it's nigga. Aaron. D. Oh, all right. Well, I, just say the letter. Uh, I don't did, give I a fuck. The nigga said the whole name. They don't got social media, so they don't follow me. So it's all, all right. All right. It's all good. It's all good. Can, can yeah. I be candid? Can I be candid with you? Yeah. I thought the whole time, and this is from ignorance, I thought that you moved down to Atlanta specifically to be yourself. Now, That's what it, I thought. It wasn't to be myself. I mean, it was just I had to get myself away, you know, to figure out, you know, 
because if I would have stayed in Jersey, I know I probably would have continued going to the point. I probably would have told y'all that y'all would have been like, this been going on this long. We about to move. <laughs> and I just moved and I was just like, you know, I'm with my sister. I still got family down here. I can, you know, be at peace and, you know, finally live my life. Cause I know if I continue to stay up in Jersey, I know I'm going to keep going back and forth to the situation and it's not going to be healthy for me at all. Damn. Like, like, you know what's fucked up is like, I don't know why we used to like, I remember at the time it was like, yo, what was good for me? I didn't want, but that fucking person that just had that dumb ass fucking hold on me. Yeah. When they I got that hold drop, on. Yeah. I would drop everything. Like I had a chick, like I ain't going to name her name, name her name. But every time this motherfucker came calling, like, yo, I will go back thinking that something is going to fucking change, not knowing I'm going to be dealing with the same bullshit. It wasn't until mm-hmm. up until recent. I'm like, you know what? No, you, you cool. were stupid. Yeah, um, I'm stupid, but yeah. you cool where you're at. To like to myself, I ain't got no beef with you, but it never, it never works out for us. It never, it never ever worked out for us. I'm yeah. just going to keep my fucking distance. Live your life. I'm going to live mine. You yeah. had to learn that. You yeah. have to learn it the hard way. And when yeah. you learn it the hard way, it just like, it, 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 it takes a mental toll on you. And I, 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 I believe in justify. I know in a lot of black community going to therapy is like, Oh, you just talking to someone. No, that really helps. It really helps. It, you don't have not saying Kevin or, you know, brother Kevin and all your friends, you know, you could talk to them, but you just have that media person that doesn't know your background actually listens and actually mm-hmm. puts your life in perspective. Like here, these are the steps that you need to take. And, you know, they have a degree in that, in that gr- back, you know, background and stuff like that. And I don't knock them for that because I'll come to them and, you know, I'll be pouring out my heart and motions and they'll sit there and they'll listen and they'll empathize with you. Not to saying that Kevin don't, or, you know, you Kev do and stuff like that, but they'll emphasize, but then they'll put that structure into your life mm-hmm. and be like, these are the necessary steps that you need to take in order for you to get back to you, who you were. Mm. Because I just came out of therapy, what, back in 2020 after I separated? I needed to go in therapy because I said, I don't know how to live on my own. I don't know how to be by myself and stuff like that. So, you know, I just got out of a relationship. And, you know, I have so many emotions and feelings and angers and upsets and stuff like that and disappointments. I had to figure out on my own. So going into therapy, I was in therapy for about like a year and a half. That shit really helps. Yeah, speaking of that relationship you was in that time, I remember you telling me about that relationship and from the outside looking in, I thought everything was Me golden. too. Yeah, we I was like, <laughs> all right, cool. Cause I you remember I always ask about that person, like, yo, where's mm-hmm. such and such at? Where's such and such at? And that's when you start telling them, like, for real, like Act like that. I'm like, I was like, yo, I gotta be like Raheem and him. You know what I'm saying? That's what I was like, yeah, I gotta be, I gotta have what they got. And I'm like, yo, that's fam-. and I'm looking at yo, that's family. Like, that's who, you know, it mm-hmm. always cool. It was, he was always cool when he came around us. But when you start breaking shit down to me, I'm like, where? Like, cuz for real? Mm, yeah, I'm I'm like, I dealt with a lot in that relationship, and you know, yeah. we're cordial now, so you know, we're That's cordial, fine. and it's cool. But it's it's a lot of things that came out of it that I still need to, you know, had yeah. to get therapy done. You know, just you know, get my life back in order. Yeah. You, you know what? I applaud that. Not to cut you off, but I applaud that, like that that therapy part, because I remember me and Kev and Kev had the conversation on here about therapy and how. Mm-hmm. 
and if it was important or if it wasn't. And I, I feel like it's important. And, and what you said, and I think people need to, I'm going to reiterate it because people need to hear that and understand what you said. That person that you go to therapy with has no bias mm-hmm. and they also have the tools. You you call the steps. I like to say mm-hmm. tools. Yeah, tools. Yeah, that too. Right. To help you get through what you're getting through. It's stuff that I can't put. If I knew how to do it, I would have done it. I think I'm pretty emotionally smart, right? Emotionally is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. But there's a part that I get to that I'm like, I can't get past that. I can't, I don't understand how to get past this. Yeah. People who went to school that know how, you know, your brain works and certain things like therapy does help. And we need to get mm-hmm. rid of that stigma in the black community. Nah, I, yeah. went, I went to therapy with my ex-wife. Like our relationship was falling apart and I was like trying to keep that shit together. And then therapy, like I was taking, like I was hearing the nigga advice and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to apply these fucking steps. It was like, when I seen the other motherfuckers just like kept resisting and shit, nothing against them, but maybe it was like, yo, I've probably fucked you over too many times or whatever. Like, yo, I'm out. Like I already knew where this shit was going. Like I already been here. I was, when I was with her, bro, my ex, my ex-wife and shit, like I never, I was so, I'm sorry. Sorry. No, I was so fucking depressed. Like, I wasn't getting haircuts. I wasn't caring how I kept up with my my looks, my appearance. Mm. Like it got to a point one down one time, dog. Real shit. And this is a fucked up story. I'm gonna tell it anyway. Like, yeah, I was so depressed. I remember I had bought my gun and I sat my gun on the bed and I was just looking at this bitch. I just kept staring at this motherfucker. I'm like, mm. if I fucking just put this shit to my head and pull the trigger, like nobody would give a fuck. Like, who really fucking cares? Like. Nigga, see, I'm going through this shit and nobody's fucking, and, and I'm not telling people, but in my mind, I'm thinking people seeing I'm going through this shit mm-hmm. and nobody's stepping in to fucking come help me. Like, why the fuck I gotta be here? Can't people see that I'm fucking stressed the fuck out? Not realizing I'm not verbalizing this shit to other people. And see, that's how I felt. That's exactly how I'm not verbalizing to you. And I see I'll party with y'all. I come hang out at Linda house and uh, dinners and I just, couldn't get it out and I was just at the point where just like well maybe if I just go because my family don't care my family don't know what's going on (laughs) nobody knows what's going on you know with me and I'm just like forget this I'll just end this all ain't nobody gonna worry about me it's just me it's a fuck it's a fucked up things I knew you I know exactly what you're talking you really thinking people knowing what you're going through because they see I was just like, yo, y'all can't see that. Like, I'm fucked up. Like, nobody can't tell yeah. me I'm fucked up. I'm not, I'm not verbalizing. I'm like, y'all should see that I'm fucked up. Like, you don't see this fake ass smile and these fake laughs and this mask I'm putting on. Like, yo, I'm really going through something. Like, mm-hmm. I said, fuck it. If I kill myself, who, who, I hate to say it like that, but if I off myself, who gonna fucking care? That's like, no li- that, yeah. I, I, I exactly, I know how you feel. Cause I was just like, I was at that point. It was just like, what's the point? My family's not going to care. They just going to be like, oh, okay, it's, it's just right. But I'm not vocalizing it. I'm not telling y'all. I'm not, you know, pouring myself out. I'm keeping that all inside and bottling. And I'm moving and moving and moving mm-hmm. and not dealing with the situation. And that's why I say when therapy comes into place, like, you know, Dre said, you know, they give you the tools and the steps you need to make to be able to better yourself. Mm-hmm. And that took me far along because now I'm just out here just living my best life and just doing <laughs> yo and I wanted to get to that too I wanted to say that earlier 
all jokes aside, you can literally see that. It's right there. Mm-hmm. This, man, this man said he went to therapy, worked some things out. Everything ain't perfect because that's not what it's about. Mm-hmm. Look at the, like you can look at this man's uh, Instagram, look at his Facebook. <laughs> you can see that he's clearly enjoying life. It's not fake. And, yeah. and I'm, I'm dead serious. Like not even on no playful shit. Like mm-hmm. there's something about that. There's something there. Cause I, I know a lot of, I don't know if you single or nothing like that. I ain't going to put that. I don't know. I'm not going to, whether you're single or you're not. I'm single. <laughs> look, don't look off into the fucking. <laughs> Maybe I'm saying, I don't Motherfucker ain't claim me. Motherfucker ain't claim me yet. Nobody is here from two dogs. <laughs> but, the, but the reality of it is, we all know people who are maybe in a some like you know, even if they're in a relationship or single, whatever. They, you can see it. They always they always sad about something. I'm not saying being sad is wrong. Being sad mm-hmm. is not wrong. But. It's it's almost like everybody wants the sympathy on Facebook, right? Yeah, it's like certain people where they're like yeah. they're unhappy and they want everybody to know it. It's yeah. the opposite; they want everybody to know they're unhappy, and it's like I get want away. get get therapy. You know what I'm saying? Go take the proper steps. Letting mm-hmm. it out on Facebook is not going to get you where you want to where you yeah. want to go. It, it's not. It's hard. It's on you know, some real shit. And I know people in toxic relationship right now that's probably going through this similar shit that we talk. It's hard mm-hmm. as fuck to get away from that person because it, you think you can change them because you want them to make you happy. It's a fucked up. It's, it, it's like you see something in them that you know that it's about to come out, but it never comes out. Wow. It never changed. And it's just like you're holding on to it. It's like a horse is dragging you. Down the road, and you waiting for that horse to stop to turn around, like, hey, nigga, you you need to let go, because yeah. I'm still going to go forward. I'm still going to be this same person. I'm still going to keep traveling. I'm not changing no route, no other steps. You need to let go. And it's just like they'll say, I'm sorry. They'll change for a little bit, and then come right back doing the same shit over again. And then it just fucks with you mentally because you like, damn, we doing good for like these past couple of weeks, and then you go right back doing the same thing over again. Then you have to remind them, well, you did this again. Then they stop for a little bit, come back over again, and that just really just mentally just starts breaking to tear you down because you're holding on to that horse that is still running and not looking back at all and that horse is just still trying along going through bumps bushes rocks water Mm -hmm. and you're still holding on and as soon as you let go of that and that horse is going to just keep going but you want to stop you want to realize that you're not hurting no more you're not going through no more pain and you're not dealing with the same situation i got two things number one i don't know if you're smart Cause you're saying some shit that's like fucking blowing my mind right now. Like it's really hitting home. I don't know if it's just that you're smart or that you got glasses on and I believe everything you say. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Cause I'm like, yo, he got glasses. You know, niggas with glasses, you just automatically assume they just know everything. I don't know if it's cause of that or, you know, damn. I forgot the last one. Damn, it was going to be something good too. I shouldn't have made the joke first. I should have just chose what I was going to say. <laughs> nah, but it, forgot. <laughs> but like you were saying though, like damn, it was going to be that, something good. That's facts. And, and another thing I hate, man, like I, I I try not to do is when you carry that, you carry that fucking toxic toxicity into your next relationship, and you try mm-hmm. to get back at 
the next person from what the previous person fucking did to you. Cause I've been in a lot of relationships where a motherfucker is still holding on to that past shit and want to bring that shit into the new shit and make you go through like, yo, give that energy to the motherfucker that deserved it. Don't give it to me. Like, I don't got time for that shit. Like, which is true, but you, which you have to fail to realize when you're going into a, a new relationship. And this is just what I learned as far as that you don't go into, into a, a too much expectation. As they say with the red flags, if you already see the same flags or already see the same scenario that you previously gone through and it's, it's, it's not saying, Oh, I'm going to give you three months to see how it's going to work. I, I'm going to give you this. You don't put a time expectation on it, but if you already seen the same things as your previous relationship, that's when you had to start taking a step back from yourself mm. and from them too as well. Because obviously you already seen this, you already seen this pattern and they're like, Hey, you know, I've been through this because you're going to have a conversation of your previous relationship. You don't yeah. always want to bring that toxicity over to your new relationship because that's going to cause more issues. Cause they're going to be like, well, damn, what did I do to you? But you always have to sit back and be mindful and watch and be like, okay, I see this the same thing going through my last relationship. Let's talk about it. Let's, you know, try to, you know, get to, you know, a common ground. You know, I didn't like that, you know, and if they're not accepting that or acknowledging that and they're still doing that, then it's time to say, hey, you know what? I think we're just better off as friends because I don't see this going anywhere between us two and stuff like that, because that's going to bring a lot of frustration to you because you're going to have a relapse from your previous relationship and you probably going to act out and cuss them out or, you know, do something, you know, that, you know, you wanted to do from your previous past to this person. And even though it may not be fair to them or they may not deserve it, but in a simple way, it's just like, Hey, I'm not dealing with this and I don't have to deal with it because I don't have to take it. Yeah. Point that's, that's facts. You, it's facts because you will take out your fucking aggression on a new person. And they might have just, it might have been a one-off thing for them and they'll probably never do it again. But you just <laughs> like, you just got all this like, motherfucker, I was waiting for this chance. <laughs> like, you look, gonna, this is my second try. You're going to catch it. You're going to catch it. It, it. It's it's fucked up, man. It's just, it's fucked up. I see a lot of, a lot of females that go through that shit. Like, mm-hmm. Be like, damn, like, yo, what kind of relationship was you in? I remember I had a chick one time. I was dealing with her and shit, and we would get into arguments and shit, and it would just be an argument, and we'd get, like, it'd get real, like, argumentative. And she'd be like, she'd be mad, like, she'd get off my face, and I'd just grab her and push her away. And this bitch hit me one time. Well, my last nigga hit me. If you don't hit me, you don't love me. Bye. Bro, I said, yo. What? I said, bitch, I gotta put you through a re- I gotta put you through a refrigerator to let you know I love you. Oh, he used I like, yo, I don't know what kind of toxic shit you was in before. I don't put my hands on no motherfucking female. That's no that don't that's not love. That's just some fucked up ass shit that you think is love. I'm like, yo, I had to yo, I cut it off. I kind like that that toxic relationship I was talking about going back and forth with. I kind of cut her off, but it was like, yo, what was kept going back to this motherfucker? But this motherfucker had this same mentality. I, they they better now. They a better person now. But back then it was like, yo, it's crazy. Uh, yeah, don't name names. I, I I finally figured out what I wanted to say earlier, and it's gonna, it's gonna seem like it's completely off. But my the point that I was going to go in and is I have a theory about people, and I feel like they never change. Um. So like, I think two things trigger change in people and forgive me if I don't have this idea worked out, but this is how I feel. I feel like a traumatic experience has ch- changed you. 
mm-hmm. or, you know, like death or something like that. Or you just finally get it. Like in your brain, you just get it. Like you have an epiphany. Mm-hmm. Okay. But anything other than that, whatever you tell a person, you tell a person every day, Hey man, stop fucking eating the whole jar of peanut butter. If that person eats peanut, been be, eating peanut butter every day since you fucking, since you met them, chances are they might stop for a week. Yeah. Right. And then they're going to go right back, fucking back to eating peanut butter every day. That's, okay. that's how people are. So I think we all need to say, like, listen, if you got to change a person, you won't. You can't, you can't, you can't, you can't change a person. No. They're set in, and majority of people are set in their ways. They, yeah. they're, they're set in their ways. And, and it's like, it's like, how can I put this in, in perspective? It's just like, like my grandpa always used to tell me, you can lead a, ho- a horse to the water, but you can't make them change. Mm-hmm. You can you can try to show a person a better way in life or a better way on how to be in a relationship, but you can't make them do it. They're going to treat you. And I learned this. People are going to love you on how the way they were they were loved. Mm-hmm. So they don't know the language of love. For one, that's one thing. You have to find your language of love. Two, it's always communication. And it's three, it's um, it's understanding each other. Because once you learn all those, mainly some of those three facts, you can you know build it. But you can't change a person because if they don't know how to be loved, how are they going to love you? That's fine. Yeah, you definitely a doctor, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Come on, Come on dog. That's that's facts. That's facts, though. I used to t- I tell wow. I, I tell my girl now, like, yo, that's crazy. You gotta be happy in order for us to be happy. I can't make you happy. Correct. You have to be happy on your own. If you're not happy on your own, how are you gonna fucking ex- express or give me happiness? It don't. Mm-hmm. That shit don't translate. It don't. Because yeah. why you fucking miserable inside? You can't give somebody happiness. It's like, yo, you give them how you feeling. You might say some, it might come off fucked up, but it's just like that's the way they're feeling right now. Yeah, if you it, had, if you was happy, you would give a good vibe off. Like that shit, that shit is real. It, it's real yeah. because a person that doesn't know that hasn't been loved, and you know, Kevin, Andre, we all came from a big family. We all had that love because we're always in the community of our parents being there for us you know even though we'll fall or something like they need you need to suck it up but if a person doesn't hasn't been loved and and it all starts from being a childhood growing up and that'll dictate a person how to show love because we always been given love through our grandparents through our moms through our uncles and aunts and stuff like that they all showed us love and how to be sure when a person doesn't know how to uh, love because they never been loved, mm-hmm. and then they're just showing you they're they're doing what they know what's best for them to be able to express it to you, right? And it's not right for you because you're like, well, hey, this is this is, this is not right. But then it was like, well, this is all I know. Either you can take it or leave it. Yeah, because it'd, it'd be people that have leave that it. that have like like you said, like you learn from your parents and shit. That seeing their mom constantly get cheated on by their dad. Mm-hmm. And a mom always will go back, and it and it they 
they confuse the bad times with the good times. All that shit just blends. When you're a kid, all that shit just blends into everything. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It just all mashes up. So they thinking like, all right, yeah, my dad cheats and he does my mom bad. But I also remember the times where we had a good time at the amusement park or Christmas was good or Thanksgiving mm-hmm. is good. Not knowing that your mom is fucking crying in another room on a day of Christmas because your dad just fucking, you know, went to go see his other kids that he had outside his relationship. But yeah. you think all this shit is good. So you take that shit in your next relationship. Like, yeah, my dad cheated, but my mom was happy. No, she wasn't. Your mom put a front on for you as a child to see it so you wouldn't have to experience the shit she was going through. Yeah. But you just think that shit is that is fucking normal when it's really not. Some yeah. people learn some people learn the opposite from that. I've I've seen certain things growing up um you know in my life that you know it I'm just going to leave it there and I learned the opposite. So maybe I'm a little, you know, when it comes to to, to what I got going on. I'm very understanding. Mm-hmm. I'm very like, you know, I don't really, I definitely don't, I definitely don't put these on nobody. I don't do that. Yeah. Yeah. Like a lot of that shit. So I learned a lot from what I seen the, the opposite way. Love you, you, you get what I'm saying? Like, and I, I think yeah. that may be how I've always learned. I've had cousins who've been in the street. I've had cousins who've been locked up. I've had, yeah, we got a dog. Fuck you looking at. Um, I've, I've I've been I've seen I've seen that happen. I've literally just went the other way. Yeah. So, so a lot of people learn differently as well. Yeah, I mean a lot of people do learn differently as well, but it's just like the majority of the people. I'm not saying for everybody. You know, everybody loves different. Everybody has a different love language. Everybody takes pers- perspective on how they think love should be and how they should treat people. But it's just that part where you have to come into a media. This is what I don't like. This is what I do like. And then it, once it becomes that you let that majority of person take over, you know, that point and it, it becomes that toxic because you're like, I'm not happy with you doing this. I'm not happy with you saying this to me. I'm not happy with you just treating me this way. But at the end, you're staying with them because you're thinking you're still holding on to thinking that person is going to change. Self-worth. That's what it comes to. Self-worth. That analogy was bringing. I've never seen a meme like that. A person fucking had a rope that was just, they was holding on to and it just kept fucking hurting them, but they wouldn't let go of that rope. When they finally let go of that rope, the pain went away. You, yeah, the pain went away. You gotta, you, you gotta learn to let go. That's all you gotta. When you're in that toxic relationship, you just have to learn to let go, and that's when you have to do your self healing for yourself. And then that's when you're gonna know what you want on your next relationship, and you know what you're you're not gonna accept and you're not going to allow. Yeah, and, and some people like some people after a while, like Dre was saying earlier. They change, like they see they was toxic, they know they lost somebody good. They like, you know what? They they come and apologize to you, and they like, you know, when you see them in a new relationship, they're like, some of them people you be happy for. Sometimes you will be jealous and envious of like, yo, that's all I ever wanted from you. Mm-hmm. You know, was you to yeah. fucking do what you're doing now? But then you got, but you know, you got to look at that shit. Like, you know what? It's cool. That person growing as a person. Like, I'm glad. You know. I love this person. I'm glad to see they grown as a person. I can't be, I can't be too fucking mad at it. I do got to have some empathy for him. Like I understand we went through our bullshit, but I guess we both went for our through our bullshit to be better persons, mm-hmm. people for the next person we're gonna be with. Yeah, it just happened. 
It happens that way. It happens, and you just be like, I'm going to whoop your ass, too. <laughs> 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 Bitch, all that I shit you do be doing. Trials and motherfucking tribulations, and here you go. Just being the most... Just <laughs> that's what we all doing. Sad to say, but yeah, you're right. You'd be like, motherfucker, but that's what we all do. We all learning to be better people and not not just for other people, for ourselves. And yeah. guess what? The way they did you, the way you left them or whatever happened might be what made you. It could be a friend. Like the way you stopped fucking with them made them say, damn, I think I think we all will benefit if we look in the mirror yeah. for, for a lot of shit. Like mm-hmm. if something happens, I don't I usually say, OK, well, what the fuck really happened? Did I fuck this? Like like if if, if God forbid anything ever happened with us, I'm going to say, all right, well, what did I do? Like, yeah. I'm going to try to figure it out. Like, what did I do and what can I improve on? You know what I'm saying? How didn't I take care of this or how didn't I do this? Because we all make mistakes and we all have a part. And I think when you accept shit like that, then really what the other person do don't does doesn't matter too much. Even how they how they move forward doesn't matter too much in the long run. You mm-hmm. just figure out like, okay, this is how I become better and this is what I'm gonna give the next person. Next person about to get some shit. And they don't even know it. They're about to get some shit. You know what I'm saying? That's how I feel. That's that's true. Yeah. Damn, so we're gonna wrap this shit up, man. It's been, you know, it was good. It was good. good. This is fucking therapy because a lot of us (laughs) didn't know what a lot of us was going through, man. And I'm just hopefully the people that hear this and listen to this shit, like, yo, man, like, like you said, cuz get some therapy. Your family, yo, it is family that will listen. I know you don't think they don't listen, but you gotta verbalize that shit. They can't see your problems, but verbalize it to them, man. It, it, it's all right to talk about it. it, it it'll, it'll help you out in the long run. And to you toxic motherfuckers out there that are the toxic person, like Dre said, take a chance, step back, look in the mirror and say, you know what? Motherfucker, it's really me. Which is me. It's that point of taking accountability on yourself. And once you take that and be like, well, damn, I'm the problem. Let me fix this. That's all you got to do. It's, it's not hard at all. No, 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 no. Very simple. Yeah. So we're going to wrap this up, man. Uh, hey, Raheem, I hope my fucking 49ers kick your Cowboys ass today. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm getting ready to get dressed to go to a bar so I can watch this because the Cowboys don't make it. I'm, yo, I'm switching teams. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> they, they pissed wow. me off. They pissed me off. They just, I'm praying. I know I'm we praying. dated this episode with that, but we just had yeah. to say it. No, nah, they Well, my team already in the NFC Championship, so it's all good. Who, the Eagles? Yeah, and we'll face whoever y'all whoever wins between y'all. So it's all good. Oh, it's all good. Right. I'm not an obnoxious Eagles fan, so you know, you ain't gotta worry about me being an asshole. Well, no, I'm I'm gonna go I'm gonna go put on my jersey and my fit in and head out. All right, man. Listen, y'all enjoy y'all evening, man. I love y'all. Y'all know I love everybody that's thank you for listening to today's episode of the Painated Podcast. If you love today's episode, make sure to subscribe, leave a review, five stars. We don't want nothing less. If you're an artist, actress, a songwriter, an author, or you're doing something that's interesting and you want to be a guest on our show, please email us at opinionatedpodcastddk at gmail.com. That's opinionatedpodcastddk at gmail.com. Thank you. Have a blessed day.